Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to 2021. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> 2021. A lot has happened already. But yeah, 2020 was possibly the most iconic year, I reckon, of our lives. And obviously, we're all about happiness. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, was 2020 a year for happiness? But I want to have a... I think we should have a little delve into the year. Yeah. I first thought, you know, no one wants to look back on that. We just want to forget it. But I think maybe Larry might have a few tips <laughs> that might help us. Because we're basically living through it now again, aren't we? Exactly. We're going through 2020 again. No, do you know what my mum keeps saying? She keeps saying, this too will pass. Like everything, do you know what I mean? Exactly. We went through the war. You've got to stay positive as much as you can. And it's been, I'll admit it, like it's, it's been hard. And there's been a lot of loneliness. And there's been so much sadness in the world. And so much craziness and stuff like that. But I think Larry definitely knows couple of things that he shared with me I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna share them with metaphorically speaking <laughs> he has shared some secrets with me no we're, we're gonna have a little look and think about the kind of things that that larry would have done during 2020 to keep him going and to keep him happy yeah bit of 2020 vision and we're gonna look back so what was your highlight of 2020 i think it's quite difficult to uh to spot a highlight to pinpoint from all of them well, yeah with just so many highlights <laughs> From staying at home, staying at home. <laughs> I mean, well, prior to every... Are we talking about, you know, post-corona or just throughout the year? Because before corona, I went to Dublin, which feels like it's mental that it happened in 2020. But When people could touch each other. <laughs> yeah, we went on a plane to Dublin for rugby weekend. We were, you know, amongst crowds and crowds of people. It's just crazy to think that that happened. This was in February, just to clarify, before... Mm. Uh, I think it was the first weekend of the Six Nations. Um, and that was d- definitely the highlight, I think. <laughs> I feel weird looking back on it. Do you, I don't know if you're like me. Do you watch TV now? And then I'm like, those people yeah. are far too close. Yeah. Why are they not wearing masks? And then I'm like, get out, get this COVID anxiety out of my mind. It's I'm like, dr- like my dreams, it's, it's infiltrating my dreams as well. Like, I think every single dream I have now, there's some kind of, oh, you, you, they should, yeah. why aren't they wearing a mask? Or like, oh, I shouldn't go in there. Do you remember, did you ever watch Cold Feet when you were younger? No. When you, there, was, there was a scene where a guy's been, he keeps having these anxiety j- dreams, he's being chased down the street by a giant testicle. And I can just imagine having these big dreams now about being chased down the street by a, a massive bottle of hand sanitizer. <laughs> oh God, don't say that, that'll be a nightmare. It's definitely put a lot of things into perspective because I was I was working out in Miami at the time, so I was like in the sunshine every day. I was like dreamy, sat there with a bottle of Corona. That was before Corona was obviously like <laughs> the. Uh, you know what I mean? It was a good thing back then, and it was like it was like oh no, I was surrounded by good people. I was singing, I was having a laugh, and then bang, there was that moment, and we were we were stranded at sea for thirty days without any. Oh passengers. my god. And it sounds fun. And Stranded like, like as in in the middle of the ocean. We were in the middle of the oh, ocean. You, that's terrifying. I know. I know. And it's, it sounds like it was fun. And we had a swimming pool and we had the, the sunshine and we had a bar. The bar didn't open till five o'clock. So that was one of the downsides. And it sounds <laughs> like, why did you come back? But there was so much isolation. It was getting to the point where they were like, right, okay, we need to be more secure. So people have to spend more time in the room. Yeah. And it was just... I just miss that kind of normality and like the panic I think that was in the beginning nobody really knew anything so looking back now mm. like I know I know one guy and it's been nine months I left one of the guys that was in my band he only just got home to Venezuela because there were so many issues with the borders what? where has he been he was on the sh- he's been on different ships he's just been moving from ship to ship 
for nine months. And what and what have these ships been doing? Just like docked somewhere, just circling, or... docked docked for a little bit. But that's such a waste of like resources. I know, like the the cruising industry. Yeah. Is like, I mean, people haven't tuned in to learn about the cruising <laughs> industry, but it's it's lost millions of pounds, like 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 every other industry. But I I just felt this guy was away from his family yeah. for so long, and it's like that's one thing I'm gonna put it. The first thing on the table which is a pro from 2020 my 2020 vision is time with family yes yeah you, for those who were able to for be those with yeah their family you know for some people it's been horrible and i've i've seen my mum during the lockdown when when restrictions were lifted and i was allowed i've not hugged my mum in a year pretty much a year to yeah, the day now is, how weird that is. is that do you know what's funny we've like i've been living with my family the whole time and we still don't really hug i think it's just out of like we've just got into this like fear of <laughs> just in case i'm not gonna hug you yeah, yeah no i don't blame you but yeah no it's crazy but one of the good things so i came back and i was like well where do i go what should i do and my mum was shielding so i was like right i'm gonna i went to live with my dad and i haven't I hadn't spent this much time with my dad. So I think one of the mm. pros of 2020, and we 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 were, we were having a laugh. We did our own little podcast at the time, and we were just kind of... And you learn a lot. I've spoke about it in other episodes, but you learn a lot about kind of your parents as you get older and you spend more time with definitely. them. Definitely. But So I think as, a, as one of the good things, I, I was definitely glad of 2020 that I got to spend that time with family. And you've got mm-hmm. that freedom. As much as you're going crazy because you, you're doing nothing, you're kind of like, okay, mm. I'm not working I'm going to I'm going to sit there yeah. and just have a chat. Have a chat with me old man. Without feeling guilty about like not oh, doing I, anything. You could just not do anything without no, the guilt. I had the guilt throughout. <laughs> like if I didn't go for a run in the morning and then and then like yeah. I, I just constantly guilty. Like that's why that's why halfway into the um the lockdown I I got a job. I didn't need to get a job. I was like right whatever. I'll just what mm. do whatever. I got a job in Amazon as a warehouse packer. Because I was just, I was so bored. So I was working the night shift, but I, I had that guilt throughout the day. Like I always felt like this is the time I should, I should come out of this lockdown and I should be speaking three different languages. I should Definitely. be able to play seven different <laughs> instruments and I should have written four novels. Yeah, I think that pressure was, is, and it still is, definitely there. And I was the same, like over the first few months, I was like, okay, I need to, you know, with all this spare time, I should really use it wisely. I always say to myself, oh, if I had more time, I'd, you know, I would do that. And then I was like, I've got all this time and I still can't really be bothered to do it. But I think it's like now, I hopefully, I think people are realising you don't have to. Mm. You should just be happy that you've made it through a day rather than like being super productive and getting all of these things done. Because there's no point in doing it. Exactly. Because you feel like you have to or you should like do it if you actually enjoy it and, you know, it'll keep you occupied in like a happy way. I totally agree. Totally agree. I don't think time was ever the issue because when it came to like picking up my guitar and, and, and writing songs throughout lockdown, I was loving it. I was like, all right, yeah, yeah. This, this is easy. But I was like, no, but I've got to. And I downloaded, I was doing a psychology course. I was like, right, I want to. Oh wanna my do. God. I know. And I did the first 10 hours and I was just like, this, I can't, this is deep, mate. We're going through a pandemic and I'm trying to work out how to read people. I can't even brush my teeth and wash my face most mornings. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Uh, so I think I took too much on. The lockdown and the, the corona has definitely kind of gone, what are the things that you love? What are the things that you're mm. passionate about that aren't work? It's given a lot of people the chance to say, this is what I love and this is what I want to do and I'm going to go and get it. Yeah, it's kind of given you like a chance to actually stop and like think about like what you said, like what you actually want to do. Mm. Before that, you're just constantly in this like 
rush of life let's say you're not happy with the job you're like i need to go straight into another job and like you don't really have time to think about yeah. whether you know you want to stay in that industry or like if you know where you actually want to work you're just mm. like oh, i just need to get another job because of the whole just way of life you just rush into things and don't really give yourself the chance to stop and think about it and i think we all got to do that last year yeah which was good the world poured so you took a breath so like it's one of those things it's like it can be incredibly lonely sometimes but when your face with just yourself, and it, it's so hard sometimes because you, you just got all this time with your mind and your thoughts. I I think I've definitely got more sensitive. Really, I'm so sensitive during lockdown. It's like you you <laughs> say one joke and I'm like, right, that's it. I'm not talking to you for a while. <laughs> you were already a bit sensitive before. <laughs> <laughs> I could I could get more sensitive. It's one of those things. It's like you really like face it and i don't know so, I've, so many people have been like whoa I, I have been drunk throughout lockdown Th- this like these lockdowns since since i landed in england i just i just went i'm not gonna i'm yeah. not gonna do that i'm not gonna turn to wait until five o'clock yeah. just so i can have a beer so i kind of gone teetotal for the whole year pretty much there's been a yeah. couple of times when the pub's open i got excited a little bit yeah (laughs) i could have have a socially distant pint so you have a lot of time with yourself but i think it's been amazing to say yeah okay who do i want to be how do i make that happen and at the same time i know it's been hard for so many other people so just to get out of bed some days in the morning yeah is is amazing i've really enjoyed the um the lack of fomo (laughs) because i'm terrible for it like I used to say yes to anything and everything just is literally just from the fear of like, oh, but what if it ends up being really fun and I wasn't there and I want to be there? Um, And I remember the first few months I was like, this is great. I can happily just stay at home (laughs) without worrying that someone's having more fun than me elsewhere. Uh, Even for my birthday, my birthday was in May. Obviously, I was quite gutted. I couldn't, you know, see my friends or do anything. I really enjoyed the lack of pressure to do something and organize something. And it was like weird and different but that kind of made it memorable and it was quite funny and people sent presents which was really sweet like there were like small things yeah that you know I guess you wouldn't not always normally do normally but people started doing these things and it's just like just makes you you know brings that extra bit of happiness yeah well I think people have been a bit more compassionate and yeah. I think like like you say people were going the extra mile or they're, they're kind of thinking about people more or checking in a bit more or sending a box of chocolates just because it's Wednesday so I think exactly I think that's definitely one of the good things people are more aware of other people because it's been hard for everyone and you don't know who's taking it the hardest yeah I've got a question for you on the the whole fear of missing out thing so do you think because we I was discussing this and I think there's two ways you could go so when we go back into the normal world which might be 2029 or whatever (laughs) you you could you've got two choices so you might have been so in touch with yourself so when someone says do you want to come out you can be like well no I'm gonna say no because do you know I mean I've learned to say no to things that I don't want to do or do you think you're gonna just be saying yes to everything to make up for lost time yes to everything because you haven't done well so after the first lockdown started to ease up in like July Mm. I think it was around July I felt like the first one so I was quite comfortable with you know just not doing something if I can't actually be Mm. bothered and so I felt I think I was like that for the first few weeks and then now I feel like I'm just gonna say yes to everything (laughs) because why not we've we've not done anything really for it's probably going to be over a year by that point and I just want to make the most of life. Yeah. And I've spent so much time at home that I'm like, I feel like I've fulfilled my criteria for being at home. Like, <laughs> yeah, you've done it. Yeah. Every night of the week, see how long it lasts. I can imagine now mates, like, when they say it's like a Wednesday night, 
you've all finished work and someone says, should we go to the pub? And someone goes, no, I'm not. I'm yeah, not that's de- yeah. <laughs> the speech comes out. You know, like the motivational speech they used to anyway. Now it'd be like, look, do you remember 2020? It was the year of the Tiger King. We couldn't go out. We were sick of Zoom quizzes. You've got to make up for that year. And you'd be like, all right, let's go and have a messy one. Let's go out. Definitely. Speaking of Tiger King, I think Netflix, TV, did you have any TV highlights? What did you enjoy watching? What made you happy? Are you much of a like you know Netflix fan? I'm I'm not huge on on TV. I, I was I, hoping you were because I'm not. I'm <laughs> no, I, I get very um I get very bored easily. Same. So like Tiger King, I watched one or two episodes and I was just like I'm not into this. I never watched it. But you know what I what I did? Oh what I got, the name has gone from my head. Marianne, and the Irish couple. It was a BBC one. It was like twelve parts. It was huge. Normal people. Oh, yeah, didn't see it either. <laughs> you didn't see normal no, people? No, I'm, ta- I'm telling you, like, I literally, unless my dad and my sister are watching it, I don't bother. So they, and that, oh. they didn't put that one on. Normal um, people, I, I remember. I can imagine you'd love it, because I heard mixed reviews. Either people hated it and thought it was really boring, or they were absolutely obsessed with it. No, it was amazing. Um, my, my lads, they're, they're texting me, like, they're just like laddie, they're not laddie lads, they're quite really, sensitive, lads, actually. Lads, lads, lads. So I was going to say, yeah. So they're, And they're texting me, like, why is he doing this? Why is she doing this? <laughs> all, in t- all in tears all the way through it. And I was just like, bin- I binge watched that. That was within a couple of days. But apart from that, I didn't do Tiger King. I didn't really. Have you watched? So I binge watch. I can recommend one, which again, like I said, I don't really get that into TV shows. And, you know, if I do watch them, I'm like, yeah, they're all right. But this one I became obsessed with, like obsessed. Is it? Can I guess? Go on. Is it The Floor is Lava? No, what's that? <laughs> oh, have you not seen that? No. That was on Netflix, but we got into that. That's a game that we played as a child. Yeah, now it's a TV show, and basically there's these three people who work as a team, and the floor is lava, and it's like, if you fall in, you're dead for life. Is it? Is, it, is that like an English or American? No, it's so American. Sorry, I was gonna the say. floor is lava, and the prize is you get to meet me. It's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't that one. Um, it was the Netflix series Shit's Creek. Have you heard of it? Nope. So apparently this is it's won loads of awards recently, like Emmys and all of that for like Canadian. Yeah, and it's suddenly won loads of awards. Apparently it's become popular through word of mouth, same way that I'm doing this right now. So everyone go and listen to watch it, not listen to it. Is there a guy in it that sings a um a Tina Turner cover? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god. I've heard that song. It's amazing. Like I became upset. When it ended, I I cried because I was so sad that it was over and I was like, But I want these people in my life still. And then yeah. straight away, as soon as we finished it, we went there's like a documentary about the making of like the last series or whatever went straight on to that at this point it was about midnight and I was like oh, I need to watch it I cried through that as well it's just I don't know what it is I think but this it's... is it the, the heightened sensitivity during lockdown yeah, maybe. and you're not meeting new people and because I was working on a cruise <laughs> I was so used to it so I invested so much time into I've forgotten the name again what was it called normal people normal people I invested <laughs> so much good. time into these it's so good I invested so much time into these guys and I was just like these are like my friends, and then when it was over, oh, so sad. Yeah, <laughs> it must be that. You need to watch Shit's Creek though. It's like it's so funny. And what's it about? So it's about this family, uh, and it's also like a family made like the 
the dad and son in this in Shit's Creek are actually dad and son in real life. You'll know, you'll okay. recognise the dad. He's like really fake. Eugene Levi, Levi. You'll recognise the guy with the really oh. big eyebrows. Yeah, from American Pie. Yes, yeah, yeah, that guy. It's him and his son. Wow. It's about this like family who are really, really rich and wealthy and well off. Uh, suddenly lose everything, and it's about that, and they have to like move into this motel. It's based about their like development in this like rubbish small town that has nothing. And obviously it's like their transition from their old life to this new life and how they kind of adapt and grow and all of that. And it's just really, it's just really cute. And oh, I love it. <laughs> and it's really funny. Like go and watch it. Honestly, go and watch it. Right, there you go then. Sorry, sorry to bars <laughs> lockdown recommendation. Shit's Creek will make you happy, honestly. And my sister was away when we watched it. And so she came back and she was only a few episodes in and I was so up for watching it all again. And every time I put an episode on, it's just instant happiness. Honestly, instant happiness. All right, there you go. If you've taken one thing away from Larry, it's not about happiness. It's just shit, yeah, shit's creek. that's my shit's creek uh, speech over. We found out what brought you happiness during lockdown. I think the most important thing during lockdown for me I don't know if you'll agree, is a routine. Yes, I do agree. Yeah, because cause I've, I've found like the days when I've got something to do, like something like a tick off or I've got to have a Zoom or do something or, do you know what I mean? They're the things that have kept me through. It's like, right, I've got I've got a will to live. So, you know, like in, throughout our Larry year, yeah. I remember, I think I sent you about a, a 13 minute long voice note when I was working at the Amazon warehouse and I was like, I've got this, I've got this idea for a podcast. Do you want to do it? And you were like, yeah. And I was like, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and buy a, I'm gonna buy a microphone. And we, um, I bought a microphone off Wish. Do you remember? Oh god, that was a horrendous microphone. The first episode sounds like it was recorded on a potato. It was the first three or four that they just got worse. That was the weird thing. The first one was okay. They got worse and worse. The quality of that mic. I don't know what you did to it. I think that's but, what um, a lot of people did as well. A lot of online shopping. Uh, lot, what, did you get sucked into that? So much online shopping. What was the weirdest thing you bought? The weirdest thing. Yeah. I just bought loads of clothes and I don't normally buy clothes that much. I'm trying to think what the weirdest thing I bought was. What was the weirdest thing you bought? My, well, I didn't buy that much weird stuff, but my friend bought a Kentucky fried chicken <laughs> tracksuit. That is fantastic. That, Ridiculous. That, that is good. Yeah, I don't think I bought anything weird. During the first lockdown, I I, um, I managed to avoid the, the hole that is online shopping. And I was just like, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. I don't need new clothes. Um, but then the last few months, I've been horrendous for it. I think I kind of really? just ran out of things to do. And I, I just thought, okay, I've succumbed to the online shopping. And I've spent more money than I've ever spent on clothes. Wow. And wh- when do you wear them? Well, I, this is the issue. I don't. <laughs> but now I'm like, great, I've got a new wardrobe for when we can finally go out again. But by then, yeah. I mean, God knows, I'm probably going to have like doubled in size. And I won't fit in any of them. But <laughs> there was the, the few months where we were allowed to go out again. Um, I'd like I was bringing out all the new clothes because I thought right this, yeah. these are my only opportunities this might be too fancy for the pub but yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna wear full it ball, <laughs> yeah. full ball gal get get me on my Instagram did you um did you manage to stay because I will I will happily admit like I let myself go the first lockdown it was like just I landed in England I was like right biscuits for breakfast tried to <laughs> my first day I was like right I'm gonna I'm gonna start running again and I, I got into my running ages ago I was like I'm gonna start running again this is gonna be brilliant went for a 5k I think not even a kilometer in I like rolled my ankle oh no and I would and that and that was it and then I was just like laid up on the sofa with ice on my foot and I was like I can't even go for walks I can't even run I was like what am I gonna do like so like 
you'd yeah. check some days and I'd be like, I've done 400 steps today. This is embarrassing. Like, oh, yeah. There was that phase when everyone was doing 5Ks. Mm. God, it, Instagram was a nightmare to look at because there was people with the like. The five, I mean, I was one of them. I, I gave it a go once. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you think Larry would have been a, a home gym type or a runner or just a not going to bother? What, now? During 2020. Do you think that would have brought him happiness? That, that brings me so much. Like, honestly, it, it's starting the day with a run brings me so much happiness like now really? i've got like i wouldn't call it a home gin i've got i've got a barbell on my patio because all the when do you remember when the gyms open i went back and i got a personal trainer and i was just like every morning seven o'clock i was there for an hour and i was like wow loving it i was absolutely loving it i was eating well i was like okay this is this is it this is the new because you you don't have any distractions to go out you can be like right i'm mm. fully focused on fitness and now this lockdown, so icy, can't go running in the morning. And it's like, do I want to get out of bed when it's so cold? Yeah. And then it's like, all right, I'll do it when I get home. And it's like, it's so hard at the moment. And then it's dark. And then you're like, yeah. it's dinner time. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd go. To, I'd happily go to the gym now because at least you can be in the warm and you can. It's lockdown number three is, it's not the hardest. It is just not a bit of me. But I guess that whole exercise thing comes into the whole having a, having a routine. Like it's part of that. It can become a part of that routine. It can be quite an easy way to create a routine if yeah. you're not doing that much else. You can at least have that bit of your day that you'll that you'll do each day. But um, I mean, I think a lot of people might not bother with the exercise. I mean, it's like it's gone either way, hasn't it? You see some people on Instagram where they're like they're like. I've I've shred four stone this lockdown. Yeah, we we don't need to see it. Do it, but don't don't tell everyone about it. And then other people are just like, yeah, I've really I've really let myself go. I think my first few months, I definitely did make more actually more effort with exercise because I was I used to go to the gym a bit, but barely at all. Like maybe once a week at a push. Um, I enjoyed swimming. This is the thing, and I, you can't, can't go exactly swimming go swimming at home. home unless you're very lucky and have a, yeah. <laughs> yeah in the bathtub. <laughs> but there was stuff that like. I would like to have done in the gym, but I'd kind of have that that fear of, oh, people are going to like, what if people look at me or like laugh at me or I do it wrong. So then I started doing them at home. And so I actually ended up doing mm. a bit more exercise than I would in the gym because I was able to do these things that I'd want to try out, but I wouldn't, I'd be too scared yeah. to do it in the gym and then I can't be able to do it at home. But now I was like, okay, now's a good time. So I actually did start doing a bit of those like home exercises and all that. But then, yeah, after a few months, I've flagged and got bored yeah. of it. And, um, Did you do any of the Joe Wick stuff? No, no. <laughs> I didn't. I, I couldn't be bothered. I don't mind the guy. Like, you know, like a lot of people, I, I like, oh, I love Joe Wicks or I hate him. But I couldn't be, couldn't be bothered doing like watching someone else dressed up as a dinosaur. Well, I think we will all look back in, in years to come. And, and I think it will be a defining year for, for a lot of people. And, and unfortunately, there's so much sadness that surrounds it. But I feel like... You will you will hear the success stories of the people that locked themselves away for six seven months and worked on themselves or come up with business ideas and strategies and so many like thirty year olds have had had to just like go home and start living with parents again like I did start with them until I kind of got on my feet and, and moved to Manchester and I'm so close to to friends and family and we we always talk about were you planning to live in Manchester before. Or was that like a oh lockdown? Blah. Well, no, uh, the plan was I was gonna I was gonna finish one one ship and I'd been offered another one where I got to go to Alaska in in July. Wow! So I was like, right, I'll come back and I'll spend three months in Manchester because my my best friend's got a room here. And now I'm here. I can't imagine not being here. 
And it's just a shame that I've not been able to make the most of the city. Like, I've not been able to go out. But I'm like, I'm a 35-minute I'm a walk from town. And that's... The the difference is you, you've always lived in London, obviously. I love London, but it's too big for me, I think. The fact that I can walk to town and walk home. Oh, yeah. That was... Like, when I went to Cardiff for uni, like, that was the thing that I loved the most. The fact that I could walk everywhere and I didn't have to go on a tube and everything was so mm. close. And I was like, I don't want to go back to London. Like, this yeah. is definitely a better life. And that is another thing that I think has come out for for me, and I'd like I think probably many Londoners is the fact that we haven't had to get on the tube. Yeah, <laughs> like working from home definitely has, has a lot of downsides, but one of the I think the best thing is the fact that you don't have to commute and you don't have to get on the tube, and it's made me yeah. walk places a lot more. Or like use the overground or national rail, and I, which I didn't really appreciate much before. I still find the overground unbelievably annoying because it's just like you have to wait for ages or they get cancelled or whatever. But um, once things go back to normal, I'll definitely use the tube a lot less. And like, you, can I tell you one one thing I found in twenty twenty? Yeah, and you've just kind of reminded me, and I I didn't know. So I've been out the country for two years, and when I lived in London, you've got to remember I was living with my auntie, and they were chefs, so like. You'd have the odd takeaway, but you didn't live off takeaway food because they were cooking gorgeous food every night. Come to Manchester, I didn't realise how much of a big thing Uber Eats, delivery. Oh, yeah, I think you mentioned this in our food app. <laughs> yeah, like... Like, <laughs> like you didn't realise you could get Nando's or something. I didn't... Re- like, I'm not talking, like, just eat. Like, I, we had just eat for for years where you could just put punch in and just get the Chinese delivered over. Yeah. But now, like, me and my housemate, we sat there... And we'll be like eating a big Lebanese feast in our in our little house in Salford. You're like, how? Like this this baffles me. And you know what? The amount of money I've I've spent on Deliveroo during lockdown, it's just Well, that was another thing that I was gonna mention. Food definitely brought, I think, everyone happiness always. during lockdown and always. And banana bread. Did you make any? Did you get into the baking? Absolutely. Or the cooking? <laughs> I tell you, I tell you something now. Me, me and my housemate, we had a we had a bit of an argument, and I said to him, I said, "Oh, I might, uh, I might do some baking again this weekend." And he was like, "What? What do you mean again?" I was like, "Oh, I, I used to do a bit of baking when I was younger." He was like, "No, you didn't. I've known you my whole life. You've you've never done anything." I was like, "Oh no, I, I did bits of baking here and there." No, you don't bake. And I, was, I just kept winding him up. So then I made an Oreo cheesecake, and he was like, "Oh, it's actually all right." That sounds delicious. It was a mate. It was. It was I say mate. It was <laughs> no, it was really good. But banana bread. No, I didn't get on the hype. I wasn't bothered. Like you baked just, other stuff. I made. I made one cake. The Oreo cheese. Oh, made, just that. Yeah, and it wasn't baked. So did I bake during lockdown? Uh, the answer is no, sorry to part. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't bake. I spent all my money on Wagamama's via delivery. <laughs> Whatever makes you happy, Jack. <laughs> exactly. No, I didn't. Um, we ordered a lot of cheesecake in. We'd, we'd stay up late and obviously we'd we'd just eat cheesecake on a Friday because there was nowhere to go. And I was like, well, I'm not going to sit here and just drink six beers for the sake of it. Might as well have some cheesecake on the side. Might as well have some cheesecake on the side. That's all about it. I got into the um, the bread making and now... Now my family won't leave me alone about it. Oh really? Are you are you a good baker? <laughs> well, they're just—I mean, no, loads of them. Felt this was the thing. Like the first couple that I did, just like simple loaves of bread. You know, I wasn't going adventurous into sourdough or anything like that. That seemed far too complicated. But I tried that, and I was like, "Oh, this is fun," and they loved it. And then they started to go a bit downhill, and they weren't really working. I don't know what I was doing wrong, but sometimes they'd work, sometimes it wouldn't. But they'd still like insist, and now they're like. 
you haven't made any bread for us. I'm like, oh God, I'm never going to hear the end of this now. What have I started? Or cooking. I even, I cooked a couple times. I was like, oh, so what's for dinner tonight? Yeah, you cook Christmas dinner. I, I made the Christmas dinner. You've, re- you've really excelled yourself during this. Uh... I have excelled myself in the kitchen, I have to yeah. say. But I don't enjoy cooking. I definitely prefer the baking. Mm. Cooking, I find a bit too stressful. Less happiness. Less happiness, <laughs> more baking. That's that's the thing, right? When when Corona obviously is over and I'm I'm down in London, you can bring some of your freshly baked goods. Oh god. <laughs> in terms of Larry, I think Larry could have been like a Joe Wicks character. You, you know these six like not success stories, but you see that you know the guy that walked what's his name? Was it oh, Tom Moore? Oh Captain Tom. Captain Tom, who walked and he kept everyone happy in like Larry would have been the guy on the doorstep twenty twenty. With his pots and pans. <laughs> with the pots and pans clapping the carers. Doing what he could for charity, keeping positive, keeping other people positive. Yeah, I feel like he would have just like the simple things would have made him happy, like the small things, getting by each day, helping the elderly neighbours, doing those kind of cute things. Yeah. I think that brings a lot of joy as well. Jason Manford, he started um, volunteering for like Asda or something and he was like doing food deliveries. It's like, I think Larry would be that guy he's just... He's giving back. He's giving back to society. Absolutely. The whole like giving to society, I think... That's something that has come up in probably every episode. The whole, the people and the community. And like, that's the bit that seems to bring everyone that we've spoken to a bit of happiness, wherever that kind of comes in under their world. And I think that's probably the main thing that came out of last year as well, that brought like probably the most happiness all round, like to everyone was somehow, somewhere, like someone would have benefited from yeah. the kindness of others. And thanks to Larry, I think we've got Larry to thank. We've got Larry to thank. (laughs) We've got Larry to thank. But who is Larry? So what are we going to do this year? How are we going to find him? You tell me. It's a good question, Jack. (laughs) We're going to speak to more people. More people, delve into more topics. I don't think that the hunt will ever end. And I'm ready. If if you're ready, if you've got your your big inspector's jacket on and your magnifying glass. I'm up for the challenge. I'm all for it. You're up for it? We've got many more people to to bring into this. Into the interrogation room. Exactly. Mm. And so it can't end now. The hunt continues. 2021. See you there.